unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Well, we have a very special episode because we have Justin, who is high. You have no idea. How, no, just kidding. I, uh, allergy season. No, I woke up this morning and my eyes are just like, so. Yeah, you, you look like SpongeBob in that know. one episode. <laughs> the veins in my eyes. Well, no, the reason I was worried is because we have a really special guest. And I was afraid I was frightening her when we introduced ourselves. <laughs> you did frighten me. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um, but no. this is Latter Day Convert on Instagram. Do you guys follow Latter Day Convert? You probably do. I hope so. Or should. Or should. <laughs> um, so, first, tell us your name, where you're from and why you started the account. I'm Emily Jane. I'm from Cedar City. I live in San Diego, Guam, Virginia Beach, military kid. Okay. And um, I started the account Latter-day Convert because I had just visited the temple for the first time at the time, and I was like, I need to share my story. Like, it was just so important to me. And I think people on my main account were getting kind of annoyed that I was always talking about the church, you know? <laughs> right. And they were like, who is this? Like, who did she think she is? So I made a whole new account just okay. to talk about the church and the gospel and how much I loved it. So you're not even a member of the church yet. Yeah, I'm 16, turning 17, and I have not been baptized. I've been investigating the church for three years, and I'm really tired of waiting, but it's so worth it. Right. That Well, because that's what, um, before before when we were talking, um, that's what surprised me the most, because you've got your young woman's medallion, yeah. and, and you're just so excited about the gospel. When I found out that you weren't even a member yet, I was like, you're more into it than half the people I know <laughs> who are members. And so... I wonder if you could t share a little bit about your story, about like how you found the church, like where that fire came from, because it can be kind of hard, you know, when your parents aren't down. Yeah, yeah, totally. So I was 14 years old and I was talking to a friend and he, his, he was a son of a bishop and he would talk about how he wanted to go on a mission. And I was like, okay, I don't really know that stuff, but go off. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, I was, I we had this late night conversation and he started talking about the gospel and it it sounded really strange. I was like, what is this Joseph Smith guy? I don't know who he is, but um, he talked about the plan of salvation and the faith that it took to start translating the Book of Mormon. And he also started talking about um, the three kingdoms of heaven. And it sounded so beautiful that when he offered me a copy of the Book of Mormon, I had to accept it. Yeah. So I remember reading it for the first time. I called him. I was like, hi, how do I read this? Is this a nonfiction? <laughs> Is it like a fiction novel? Right. And he, he was just so awesome about it. And um, I read it in six months, actually. Wow. Without ever attending church. I read it in six months. <laughs> and it was so awesome. I got... It was when I when I reached first Nephi. I I like first Nephi was fourteen. That was when I was like, this is I'm taking this a little seriously, and I need to know if I'm part of the Church of the Lamb or the Bonneville Church. <laughs> oh and I was yeah. Like, yeah, I I needed to know. So and I realized yeah. then I was like, I'm I'm taking this book seriously, and I think it might be true. Whoa. So. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. So, um. Then you just finished it, and then you were like, all right, I believe in it. Well, I told my parents about halfway. So I found out about the church in 
July. And I told them around October, hey, I'm looking at this church and I really want to get baptized. And they were like, no way, Jose. You know, yeah. and Is your fa- are they members of a different church? Um, they're Baptists. Okay. And it's really ironic, though, because my mom, when she was 14, she grew up in the Philippines and she was Catholic. And when she was 14, she wanted to convert to a Protestant church. So I thought she'd oh, be super understanding. Yeah. <laughs> but she, but it was a little bit hard for her to wrap around, like wrap around my conversion because she worked so hard and waited like seven years to join the church that she wanted to join. And she, I know she did it for her future children. I know right. she did it for me. She, for, for her and her family. Yeah, but it was, it was just, I know she was kind of heartbroken too. Yeah. So after I finished the Book of Mormon, I kind of reached out. I looked on social media. I noticed some people had like LDS.org or Mormon.org when we used those, you know, yeah, domains yeah, yeah. Um, on their accounts. And I was like, I need to find that person at school. <laughs> so oh, I, way I, cool. Yeah. yeah. So um, in my school of like 400 kids, I found this one girl. Her name was Haley. And she started driving me to church like once a week seminary. Yeah. Um, it was in Guam. And the, with the demographics and the ge- geographic location, it was hard to do every morning yeah, seminary. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So it was just once a week. And I told my parents I was going to book club. <laughs> I, mean, I was studying the book, you no, know, you the were. scriptures. Well, she wasn't going to book club. Uh, <laughs> if you're watching this, you just found out. Yeah. I assume oh, you told them. No, I did tell them. And, well, they actually started like, having inklings of thoughts. Like, hey, Emily, where are you going for real, like, this time? Like, send me a picture of you and your friends. And I'm like, oh, no. Mm. And But then it wasn't just that. I realized that... I was not being honest, and so I finally told them, hey, I'm going to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and I'm super sorry that I lied to you, but this meant so much to me, and I just wanted to apologize. And How did they, how did they take it? My mom was so disappointed. Oh. She was so disappointed. Nice. But in the end, like we knew that we still loved each other, right. and we knew that... Um, everything was going to work out. And after that, it was so hard not just sneak out to church again. But I was doing my best to live a better life, something that I learned from personal progress. Like, I, what was it? It was for choice and accountability, I think. I told my parents. I told them what I did. My that's, project, I told my that's parents, crazy. you know? No, that's awesome. <laughs> it takes so much courage, you know? There, it reminds me, um, uh, I, I remember hearing years ago, if, like, young people are doing something out of love, it's always going to happen. No matter how many rules you play, so it's always going to be like that. Sometimes they're going to be like, you can't, you can't, you can't. But because you're doing something out of a love for God and something that's positive and good, it's not going to stop. It's just, you can't. It just, you can't do it. No matter, you, you, no matter how many times you ground someone or lock them away like Matilda. The apple never rocks far from the tree. Like, it's not going to stop. <laughs> you can't do it. It's just the way it is. And so, um, yeah, like, it wasn't good to lie, but, like, you know, it just, it's good. Like, if you want to be there, it's, it's going to happen, you know? Yeah, and eventually it did work out. But I I totally don't recommend, like, sneaking out like I did. I don't recommend. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though, usually when people in their teenage years who are lying to their parents and going off, it's usually to, like, a party or, yeah. like, their boyfriend's house. Not, like... 
church class in the morning. Like, it's a very, you know... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On a scale of bad, you're good. Like, you, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, they, like, they have the bag of weed they put in their, like... Oh, gosh. They're <laughs> like, Where, where's my come follow yeah. me? Yeah. <laughs> you know I was like, my Book of Mormon. Yeah, exactly. So super different, yeah. Young yeah. woman, what do you have there? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Scriptures! <laughs> like, not too no. bad, you know. Yeah, but it, it was bad to my parents. One yeah. time, yeah, I was talking sure. to my dad on the way to school, and he was like letting you go to the church like letting you worship satan and i was like hold up oh, wow. but, oh, man. but i can really attest to the power of prayer and faith and faith and patience because after about two and a half years they started letting me go to church which oh, yeah. after like telling me that it was the equivalent of letting me worship satan right. you're the devil hey, that was change. that was a huge change and i know that like I only managed to go through it, but like myself, because I prayed like every day yeah. and it, it was so hard. Right. Well, and I think that like kind of like segues into what you've made to help yourself, you know, as you've gone through this waiting period, yeah. um, you showed us this like book, you booklet you kind of made for yourself. So, so you made this, this booklet um, yeah. to like help, like, um, I, she was showing it to us earlier to like help yourself like be motivated and to keep yeah, track totally. of your spirituality. So I love to journal and I think it's so important to write down your thoughts, especially like I have so many stories like from my spiritual journey. My, in the first days I was learning about the church and I wanted a way to count down like the days until my baptism. And I knew it was like three, two years away but I wanted to do it. So this actually counts down from 52 weeks and it, it asks you to like pray every day, to do an act of kindness every day and to de devote three hours to God every week. Right. And it has some weekly prompts as well to like have scriptures and general conferences. So it's super awesome and I worked so hard on it and I'm really proud of it. Yeah, I just I just was really impressed because I mean, what, what one thing we've noticed as we started doing this show, especially in the last year, I feel like that there's so many... Um, teenagers you know who are oh, just yeah. stuck because of their family yeah. and they won't let them get baptized and like it's so hard to stay motivated as a member of the church even with your covenants you know even with the whole like the gift of the holy ghost and everything yeah. and like i personally can't imagine how difficult it is without those promises and without like that family support yeah. so yeah absolutely so i think it's really cool that you like made something like this to help yourself and i'm sure like yeah also, it's part of personal progress, and if you have the opportunity, make sure you finish it up because it is so worth it if you're a young woman, that is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're a young man, I'm sure young you can do you, it You too. can do personal yeah, progress. You know, it's it's not just catered, you, you know, it's, there's some activities that are for everybody, you know. <laughs> uh, one of the questions I have is, um, like, not specifically your parents, but just uh, people who, who do have children who want to join, who, like say like no this is like devil worship and stuff like that. Yeah. There has to be a point where they're they're like driving to Kmart or something and they're like she's not worshiping Satan. Like, that has to go <laughs> off at some point, right? Like wait a minute. Not even kind of. So uh, I I think you kind of have to wait for that day for yeah. that just like them to like realize that it's like completely not that at all. Right. And I think this actually is going to help people if if this can get produced, this can yeah. help so many people because I, we get messages from people all the time in a similar situation mm -hmm. who want to join but they can't yet and they have, they want to stay motivated and this would help them a lot, you know? I know, because I kind of, in the end, I made it for me and people like me yeah. and it's super awesome and 
I, I really like what you're talking about how like people were, you know, people driving to Kmart and like trying to figure out like, is, are they worshiping de the devil? Um, I know like for my parents, it was super hard to grasp around, but I think by living the gospel every day, and this really helps with that because if I live the gospel every day, it shows that like, I'm not just worshiping the devil and I'm, I'm right. becoming closer to God. And, and that's so important. And yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's interesting because if, if you're, if you're a good person, you know, you can recognize the light that the gospel brings into someone's life. You know, yeah. you'll see like, oh, wow, they're happier. They're like, they're doing like, they just kind of glow, you know, and yeah. if you're a good person, you'll notice that. Mm -hmm. And so I think that your parents are good people. I'm sure they are. Oh, they're you know? amazing. They're, like, yeah. they're fantastic. And I think most people's parents are good yeah. people. You raised a great daughter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like if anyone's looking for the gospel, their parents probably did a good job at like raising oh, them to yeah. recognize. It's Obviously, our church is centered around Jesus Christ yeah. and how to be a better disciple. But because it's something that people might be a little bit foreign to, people assume the worst. And what happens is then they have a family member or a close friend who joins and they're like, I had all these presuppositions that it was this evil group, but clearly Utah's not like an evil group. <laughs> it's not a bad place to go. And so they, they feel conflicted. And so I think you have to just give people enough charity where you go, it may be a different from what I'm used to, but obviously it's still doing good. I may not have to accept that it's true, but I can at least be reasonable except that it's not bad. Right. You know? It takes yeah. a lot of patience on our part, I guess, members of the church to like, I think most people have to go through a phase of ridiculous, like, not hatred, but just like outspoken anger. Yeah. You know, yeah. like they yeah. just, they don't know how to deal with the change in their life for a family member joining or whatever. So they just say ridiculous things. Yeah. I feel like every person has to go through that phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then give them a year or two and then they're like, oh wait, you know, because I know, because my, my mother's a convert and her family did the same oh, thing, gosh. you know, yeah. like she, she joined and they were okay with her going, but then, then they're like, Oh, but the church is crazy. Everyone's crazy. Tears, I feel like you know? I feel like whenever change happens, we always want to figure out like what's the worst thing that could happen. So that's why mm -hmm. start people start looking at anti-Mormon like right. um, uh, articles, and they think like this is the worst thing that could happen to the person I love, and yeah. that's not true. It's not accurate. Right. Yeah. It's it's, a, it's well, it's also I feel like even if you're not LDS and you're watching this, um, it, maybe you come from a, a family that's not very religious, and then you want to be religious. I think a lot of people can identify whenever they find a connection with God, there's sometimes going to be a lot of pushback regardless of the religion. And mm -hmm. so um, I think it shows that there's a part of growing up where you have to learn to have both feet on the ground and be strong in what you believe and hold to your convictions, right? And mm -hmm. so um, if you just get pushed and tossed back and forth by anyone who says anything, then you don't, you're, you're, you're just like, you're like a leaf or a feather in the wind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. You're only being acted upon. But if you have a conviction and you stand by it, I think that shows growth and maturity. It's actually preparing you for the real world. Right. I think that you're a perfect example of what Quaker just said. And Thank even you. as a young, like as a young 14 year old, you're able to like put your feet, plant your feet on the ground. And, and I like, personally, I respect anybody of any religion who, who like moves forward. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's so funny because I, I would like 
hashtag my post with convert or something or conversion and people from other faiths would reach out to me and be like yeah. hey i'm converting to this church and this is how my family's reacting and it, and it just resonates with me That's because really cool. because it's just so cool seeing how people are just doing their best to come closer to heavenly father right. in their own ways and even people who are also wanting to become a member of the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints and they are coming up to me and telling me their stories I feel so blessed to be part of that. Yeah. I was wondering if you wanted to share maybe like two or three of your favorite like advices. That's not a word. <laughs> but, yeah. To, yeah, just, just kind of like things that you, that, you know, in addition to like what you've got here to that just helped you get through some of these harder times. Well, some of the things that really helped me get through harder times was to just do the simple things of the gospel. Like... You can get baptized, you can go to the temple, but if you don't have that foundation of reading your scriptures, praying, um, like devoting time to Heavenly Father, it's just, you're not going to have that relationship. And no matter if you do get baptized, it it won't matter because you don't have that simple relationship with Him. Right. And for me, that having that relationship with with God and Jesus Christ has really blessed my, like, blessed my life. And another thing is just... I've had a lot of pride personally in thinking that I was right. You know, I found the true church. I was right about this. But it's being humble and coming to your family and telling them that you still love them and nothing's going to change just because you found another church. Yeah. In fact, things might get better. Yeah. Because our church really prioritizes family. And when you start embracing the gospel, you realize how much family means to you. Amen. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and I think we can all learn from that, that humility, you know, like, yeah, just yeah. because we found the true church doesn't give us an excuse to be jerks. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. You gotta be nice to people. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it's like, it's not, you're not gonna go judge your family and be like, is that coffee I see? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you troglodytes? You just come into the kitchen. I smell green tea. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing. Yeah, yeah thank your you for experience. having me. Of course. No, like it's just so awesome to see your your energy, your happiness. Um, guys, you can be as happy as her. You just gotta live the cost. <laughs> even if you're not a member of the church. <laughs> yeah. You don't even have to be a member to live the gospel. Yes, and, and sometimes you live the gospel and you're not that happy, but it's okay. <laughs> Life, it be like that sometimes. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Make sure you follow Latter-day Convert on Instagram and check us our Instagram out as well and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. I need some more. And um, make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. Please. Comment, share, Hit the notification the bell, yeah. Um, we'll see you guys later, probably, most likely. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.